Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair 200th podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. It is 2019. Oh my god. January weird. 2nd, 2019. January. It, wait a minute, is it the third? No wait, maybe. No, it's the second, I was right. It is the second. Oh god, I have no concept of that. I don't either. I completely <laughs> lose track of days, especially in the holidays when normal humans are on holidays as well. Yeah. You're not a normal human? Well, this... I've, I've never worked a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday <laughs> job in my life. Yeah. So often people are excited about a long weekend, and I'm like, I don't know, I have long weekends all the time. Or I work Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So then technically. Monday, Tuesday is your Yeah, Sunday, I don't know. It's Saturday. all over the place. <laughs> it's, yeah, that, it's never good with that element of it when you're just like, oh yeah, sweet three day weekend coming up, Tuesday to Thursday. <laughs> like nobody, none of your friends are able to do anything because they have real lives. And this year was the reason we had so many advanced schedules is because the way the holidays fell both I think Christmas Eve Christmas Boxing Day and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day made it that stuff was closed because of long weekends yeah, or whatever some stuff still is closed if you yeah like <laughs> so sometimes if the holiday falls on you know a Wednesday or Tuesday we can still get away with it but when it falls on a Monday just so anyhow that's why we had three weeks advanced schedule pretty yeah. much and we still don't have, like, a new schedule yet, technically. Like, we're still on the third of the three weeks, I think. Which seems weird, because... So we do have a new schedule for this week, right. but we've just had it. Yeah, yeah, we've like, been holding it in the chamber yeah. all this time. The new one, because it always is Monday for the following Friday to Thursday, most of the time. Right. Except when it's not. Except when it's not. <laughs> well, already, yesterday, Andrew had asked Lee what our Late Late Show schedules were. So on... Monday or Tuesday, I did up the whole poster social media stuff for The Room, Rocky Horror, Cinema, and Twisted Pair. Man, which is coming back. Yeah, I can't even believe I honestly did My a triple take. It, and not just us either. Like, because I yeah. know we were like jokingly, but not jokingly, hoping we would get it again. I, I really didn't think we'd get it again. I don't know how. Like, he just made, he likes us, I guess. It's breaking with his form of mm-hmm. showing it once and then selling. DVDs of it. Yeah, because it's January. I think it is January that it comes out in, on DVD. Oh, I'm not oh, really? sure. Oh, I don't I even think. It's early 2019, like January, February, something like Because I, I, I didn't think I would see it until he put it out. And so I think there was some, yeah, rumor it was January, February, which was months after, because we showed it in November? October, we showed October, November, and January. Okay. Because this is the third time we screened it, and we didn't do it in December. Yeah, so. and it was like a, it was at least like three months plus between like when you'd be able to see it not in a theater, and yeah. I was just like, ah oh, man, that's like. But then again, it's also one of those things where it's like, um, I think I'll find other things to watch in those three months. But still, I, never. I'm, I'm really excited to see it. Like I, I know you, you both saw it or. I saw it, yeah. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Okay. I, well, it's you not... think a, about it. I, no, I'm like... What? <laughs> it's not really a movie you see so much as it happens Experience. to you. Yeah, it's yeah. something that happens to you. Like the room in, in some ways. That yeah. sounds backhanded, but it could be like the greatest review of all time. It might be. It's not something you see, it's something you well, live. Well, it's better than saying, yeah, I saw it. It's yeah. like, yes, it happened to me. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of funny that we had that trailer on the outside trailer machine for forever. forever. And then yeah. I think Melissa just took it off, and now we're literally getting it back. back. That's To me, that is the best part of all of this. But. Well, the crowd that I... So I missed, Maybe we should leave it off, because the trailer kind of shows... Are like you going to say it spoils the movie? Because, yeah. come on. <laughs> I think people are going to come anyways. I never saw the whole trailer. I only see, like, five-second clips of random stuff, and I'm like, what? what's happening? I mean, you got to see it to find out, I guess, but... Well, I was sad 
that I missed the World Mayfair premiere of it yeah. just because I wanted to be there. So I was working. So it was funny where it was like me sat outside just <laughs> listening to it on the on the wind yeah. and just this packed house having the best time of their lives. I'm like, well, this will never <laughs> happen again. It's yeah, not like so this. Like, and it's not a movie you could just, although he, I'm sure, hopes to sell DVDs, there's certain movies where you, you have to see it with a crowd. Yeah. And this is one of them. And if I had just been watching it at home on my couch, you know, on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it might have been a tough slog. Because the crowd I sat with was great. And there was a woman sitting in my row a few seats over, genuinely flabbergasted a few times. Okay. Of just, and not angry, but a couple times, just like out loud would say, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, just trying to follow the plot too closely. You're like, yeah. okay, now wait a minute. I almost think that didn't make sense. <laughs> like, everything well, else I did. don't know if I can summarize it. No. <laughs> can anyone? I mean, I guess he's like a secret agent, government well, agent. one of him is, right? Yeah, no, he, they both? he plays twins. Oh, they're, are they both agents? You haven't seen Or is that a... That, no. Is right. that a No, he's not... No, He's not a human. He's like an artificial... Ah. He's like an android or a... Are they both humanoid? androids? But if anybody thought... One well, one, one is dead. One is... <laughs> ah, okay, there it is. One twin brother died. Spoiler. Unbelievable. But if anybody, I'm never going to watch it now. If anybody <laughs> thought, you know, Blade Runner or Contact or... <laughs> An, or, or sphere. I'm sphere. throwing sphere for yeah, no reason. Any sci-fi movie had like an ambiguous ending or a, yeah. or, oh, or a think piece. Like that's this movie, oh, except you really don't know what's happening. And the weirdest thing in the movie is there's these romantic subplots okay. that are just weird. And there's one that it starts seeming as if oh, I know a guy is about. attacking a woman. Okay. And then it ends in laughter and cuddling. It, it like, yeah, no, it's it's, it's his wife. Wait, wait a minute. It's and weird. it looks like he's about to assault her, but then you realize, oh, it's a game they're playing. Okay. They're, they're just so, goofing. Yeah. Just is, it, is, is it Breen? Is, is there, it's is Breen. It, yeah. It's Breen. And, Isn't it always Breen? The female lead, whoever that is. But she... Yeah. Also Breen. She hits him over the head with, like, a picture frame. Okay. And you can tell it's just paper inside because she hits him. And then they're laughing and cuddling on the couch. Yeah. And you're like, what's it's happened? Not, it's not breakaway glass, it's breakaway paper. <laughs> well, I remember the last one, I think it was Fateful Findings. It starts with a, with a couple little kids. Okay. And then cuts to present day, and it's Breen and an actress. And Breen's 25 years older than the actress. Mm. And halfway through the movie, I was like... Oh, the kids are them. Like, I didn't realize. That's a motif in most of his movies, I think. It's flashbacks to when he and and either his brother or his childhood sweetheart were kids. So there's a lot of... His director thing he did. Yeah, yeah, like, back when we were kids, like, there's a lot of that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. What there's a, what always some magic. There's always a magic stone, or in this An movie, ambulance. I think. What's in this movie? It's a magic. Well, there's like a. It's God a magic like, bowl of rocks. Yeah. Oh wow, that is not where I thought. I, I thought for sure you'd say talisman or something. Kind of, yeah. But well, that's kind of the purpose. Of it's, that's kind of the purpose it serves. But I can't imagine reading. Come see my magic bowl of rocks. I want to read the novelization. Oh god, uh, just, man, we need that. Just, we need for like by our Alan collection. Foster. Yeah, I want like a real novelist, a real someone with a lot of adaptation cred. Yeah. to take a crack. That'd at, be a hell of a challenge. Yeah, so good, Michael Chabon. You're like, wow. Geez. Well, because it's funny. Get him. We had been talking about bad movies becoming good movies, like Ocean's Eleven or I think True Grit, stuff like that. And right after we talked about that, I saw Neil Breen's latest movie, and I was like, this would be a challenge. Yeah. If you were like, okay, David Fincher. 
Here's a story about twins and aliens oh and conspiracy and a romance. It'd have to be one of those loose adaptations, <laughs> yeah. I think, at best. But Fincher could do it. <laughs> Written by David Mamet. The buzz on the old social media is seemingly big. People very excited, telling their friends and booking the date. and yeah. making, So, And unlike our other... Without Breen making this rule that it has to be screened in an earlier time slot, right. it would be a late, late show. It would almost be... You know, our fourth. It would oh, yeah, be, I about it'd be that. Rocky Room, right. Breen, and Cinema. So we, we do it like a seven o'clock ish. We, we do a nine. Nine. Okay. Well, because he want he doesn't want it to be a late show. Because I think he's aware of the whole midnight cult thing, and he doesn't want yeah. to be lumped in with that. So it's like he mm. he Which wants is, it as a regular showtime. You think if he would embrace that, yeah, he we could show it once a month. Yeah, and, but, and I guess I kind of respect it both ways because like yeah. it would be so easy to just embrace that like a Wiseau type move I mean I assume he embraces the midnight movie aspect yeah. but but I do like it sort of worked in a reverse for us because now we can do cinema after that and you can do a, a double bill sort of I mean if you're a yes. member it's a double bill I guess well this month yeah it's the 12th 19th and 26th of January 2019 is The Room Rocky Horror and Cinema and then cinema will have Neil Breen on before it. A lead in. A lead in. <laughs> yes. Well, it might be good because like that kind of crowd, and it's not a super long movie, I don't think. I think Twisted like Pairs like minutes or something. And then often the cinema is short as well, so it's not like we're showing two three-hour films back mm. to back. But yeah, so you can get a a double bill of genre type weird yeah. movies this month by coming to see. Twisted Pair and then sticking around for cinema afterwards. That'll actually be like an early cinema for cinema. I mean, pretty not much, early yeah. for most people, but in terms of cinema. Like. Yeah, cinema will probably start at, I think we try to start the Neil Breen movie at 8.45. So yeah, yeah, so cinema can start nice and early. Man, oh, that's going to be a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to expect. I'm definitely not working that night, so yeah. I'll be here. Oh god, I'm so. Although I've overhyped it, I feel like after all this time, like we, it's been literally months, and I'm still like, oh, Twisted Pair, it's great, guys, <laughs> it's right? Be the best. Tell me more. <laughs> I haven't paid attention, but he's probably already working on his next thing. Must be. He's like Woody Allen. Like he makes makes a <laughs> yeah. movie very quickly, and then Done you know, it. then he starts writing again. He's a little like Woody Allen. <laughs> 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 Yeah, maybe we don't compare those two. It's like, you know, I liked it better well, when I mean, said he was like, right, I, I mean, solely in terms of work ethic. <laughs> of yeah. course. So this is our first, it feels weird because we haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks because yeah. we banked a few episodes. Every, all of you guys have huge beards now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, what year is this? It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, it but, always is in my life. So we survived, we came in, myself and Melissa and Anya came in on the 31st just for a couple hours. Didn't take as long as we thought it would just to switch over all the cash machines and change the candy bar thing because prices have all gone up a tiny little bit. Yeah. For the most part, I can't remember if I mentioned it on here, but it was very reassuring, very nice, especially mm. on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that. Everybody basically saying, yeah, increase those prices, yeah, good yeah. for you. And being understandable that it's the first time we've done it in a long time and we're not increasing prices to $35 for non-members. Everything's yeah, yeah. just going up a buck. Membership going up two bucks and candy bars all up, you know, a quarter of 50 cents. Yeah. But you look at everything nowadays and not to make the excuse, but it is an excuse. But I walked into the grocery store the other day and everything's more expensive. And yeah. that just, you know, it happens. So we kind of have to counter with that. Yeah, except the Christmas candy. That's the only yeah. thing that's cheaper. <laughs> that's everything like, must go. Finally. <laughs> but I was like, my ramen noodles used to be 
four for a dollar, and now they're five for two dollars. What the hell? Uh, you know? <laughs> that math doesn't check out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But no, most people have been very good about it, very understanding. One person even saying, like, I don't even get a membership because I like supporting you guys. And I was like, oh, well, that's, nice. that's very nice. Yeah. Although cinema will be a bit of Maybe we, like, that's a friend of the main pair. He's like, okay, you get one cinema because you've come in so many times. Maybe he would be so stubborn he would come in and be like, I don't want a membership. Just charge me a full price ticket price. Oof. You know? But then, yeah. But then he's like a, a covert agent, Twisted yeah. Paris style. It's like, <laughs> aha! So you tried to charge me to see the movie. You're going down. I tricked you. Oh, God. Just our luck. Now, you know, the main problem now is going to be like, I don't know the prices. So literally that the is, first, this is my first shift in five days. And yeah. so someone's like, oh, well, how much is a small combo? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Like literally I was, I'm Why are you asking me? Yeah, like, well, didn't you look at the board? Is there a board? I don't know. So it's like, I would look up and just be like, okay, it's, uh, and I'm pointing, I just feel like a complete moron. I'm like, I promise you, I have been working here for a while. I just, yeah, I was like that yesterday. I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how much popcorn is. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to blurt it out check. and then be wrong, and you're like, I'm oh no, wait, here. it's not that anymore. And it's like we're new employees again. Pretty much, yeah. It, it's like a hard reboot on our brains. Yeah. Because, and the first time that somebody gets a refund on a credit card. Oh God, I'm dreading that. Yeah, that's the only thing that I'm... <laughs> I got the cheat sheet. It's not too bad. Basically, it's like you hit a button that says void. Yeah. And then you type in, say if it's a non-member ticket, you type in 11 bucks. Yeah. They sign a thing. You keep a receipt. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to the cash register and do the same thing of just refund 11. Boom. Yeah. It's, so it's not, not too bad. bad. It's just one of those things that when it happens, you just hope there isn't a line. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you don't want to have feels bad. 200 people trying to get in. None of it seems too confusing. It's just getting used to new stuff. Like, I don't, yeah. especially for a theater that's been around this long, we're just like, we don't like change, even though we do like change, but I don't know. Like well, I was talking to Anya last night about it, and she was saying, like, it's going to make Rocky Horror on Halloween a lot more efficient. Oh, for sure. You no? Know? Ideally. Yeah. We, you never know. Rocky Horror is always uh, a yeah. live wire. You never know what's going to happen, but yeah. I meant, well, like, maybe even just 1%. Yeah. Be more nice. efficient. We'll take nice. the 1%. Well, just, I'm very curious where, if you look at 25 years ago compared to now. Yeah. And I think about 25 years ago, maybe a bit longer, but, like, a credit card used to be for big ticket items. Like a credit card was, I'm buying my my vacation on that. Yeah. I'm buying a washer and dryer your, your on range that. Range oven. Whereas you wouldn't use it to buy a coffee, to you know, to go to the movies, yeah. to buy a book, something like that. Whereas now I use my credit card, and I'm lucky to have a system where I don't get dinged. Yeah. I use my credit card, or I use a PayPal, or a send my friend twenty bucks. Yeah. We don't take PayPal. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't take PayPal. We don't take Venmo. Yeah. I barely know what it is, but or, we don't uh, take it. What is that? Is that a... Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. oh God. There's that's so still many a thing? coins. Uh, yeah. I think There's it's just about to now. not be a thing. It's just I, about to... I think it's going down in flames as we speak. I'm so now's sure. the time to buy is what you're buy, saying. Buy. So we're, not, we're no longer going to see those obnoxious YouTube commercials. Well, like, look at all the money I made on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Not those ones, anyway. We, there's always more. Now there'll be Bitcoin help groups. Oh, God. I lost my fortune on Bitcoin. I can't, I can't take this. There'll be a Bitcoin depression. Yeah. yeah. We only have a out of bit of Bitcoin left. It's hard. But I'm always curious, like, within our lifetime, is money going to go away? Or is money... Because I've been to some small stores, even just little coffee shops, and they don't take money at all. Yeah. So now it's skewed in that direction, where... They don't take cash? No cash. I think because their target audience is you know the young folk they'll have like a little machine not even like a cash register just a little tablet and you go debit card four dollars boop you know tip a dollar whatever yeah. click and that's it man so that's interesting that some small businesses 
well, what's a robber going to do now? You can't even. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to steal these days. You go in and be like, give me your cash. Oh, we just have this tablet. Uh, oh. Give me the tablet, I guess? I don't know. It's better than nothing. You give me a large coffee and a <laughs> box of donuts. I came all the way out here. Might as well steal the tablet. So, yeah, so that's happening more and more. Or, like, you look, like, how often does somebody pay for airfare with cash? How often does somebody oh pay for anything big ticket item like yeah. that? And more and more things, whether it be a monthly bus pass or your hydro bill or your rent yeah it's all automatic is oh, all yeah. we actually have a check that you just pick up here but we could probably do direct deposit relatively mm. easily when we're old men if we're going to be like i remember quarters <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like, andrew will be like i remember bitcoin yeah like, stop <laughs> mentioning bitcoin get <laughs> over it we finally forgot about it it's like i bought all those stocks it'll be back yes <laughs> so we hope okay let's mention the upcoming week well, i guess we have to January 4th through the 10th, our first full week of 2019. Feels so good. 2019, to go off topic, but to stay on geek topic, so we're in the year of Blade Runner. And Running Man. And Running oh, Man. Oh, we are? Yeah. That's, uh, we, oh, and 2019 after the fall of New York. Yeah. <laughs> we're always in that one, though. So New York's in fall. That movie. We got till November for Blade Runner to kick in. Oh, man. So that's when the flying cars right. and the, you know. How did I not think of 2019 before Andrew? That really upsets me. <laughs> but Running Man, that's movie. my job. I know, that's true. That's true. We're pretty close on Running Man, though. Like, damn close. I, and if you think I when, also love that movie. So. When Stephen King wrote that book whenever he wrote it. God, yeah, like 70 Like something. late 70s, early yeah. 80s. When he wrote that book, he lived in a world of TVs with bunny ears. You know, he lived in a world pre-VCRs pretty much. So you cut to now, and you see that there's American Warrior reality shows. And even stuff as simple as Survivor, or stuff where the greatest race. So it's not quite Running Man, but we're damn close. Well, there's been, I know there were stories about one in maybe Russia, or somewhere overseas where they were talking, I don't know if they were criminals or whatever, but it was like... Like, I can't remember all the details, but something like, you could die. Like, you signed away your life, and it was like, whoever survives. And I don't think it was like murder or something like that, but it was like an international waters kind of idea. Yeah. And they didn't do it. They shut it down. But it was just like, it was that kind of thing. I think it was like a survive in the wilderness. No one's going to help you. Maybe you'll die. And it was like, I'm like, man, that is pretty close to Running Man. And that would do well. That's the scary part. Like, if you did a, like, snuff video-ish, like, Running Man type thing people would pay. Like, oh, yeah. Not everyone, you know, and there'd be outrage and et cetera. But, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, it's a total gladiator-type thing. Like, we all, we're all, like, these rubbernecking, what's going on over there? You know, what's he going to do? Like, Battle Royale-type stuff, you know? And I think Running Man is due for a remake because as much as I like the Schwarzenegger version, the book is very different. Oh, yeah, the ending especially, and which will never happen. The book, if I remember correctly, I can't remember the location, but it was something like, we're going to start in Florida... And you got to get to Seattle. It was yeah. something like that. Like, you, you have to get across country. Yeah. And along the way, people are tattletailing you and people are mm-hmm. looking for you. So it was more of, it wasn't contained to a game show kind of thing. It, it was like the greatest race or whatever. Yeah. Like the amazing race. <laughs> the amazing race. <laughs> the greatest race. we got to change the title a little bit. So yeah, I think, I think that would be due for one. But there's all these articles about... What did Blade Runner get right and what did Blade Runner get wrong? I'm like, it didn't get anything wrong. It's science <laughs> yeah. fiction. It was, it was, you know. It's the same with Star Trek. So, like, look what they predicted. You're like, well, look at this other stuff, though. Like, they're, you know, green yeah. monsters. Come on. Like, we've already passed by decades the year that Khan was supposed to take over as Khan. Yeah. It was in the 90s or something like that. Alternate timelines. That's so. what I always say. My, 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 my geek brain goes, 
They didn't get it wrong. It's just an alternate universe. That's what my wife was just saying the other day. There was a, she was listening to something or other that was like, anytime you imagine something, like we were like, oh, what if I was a hockey player? Then that then exists. Like that universe yeah. then exists because you thought about it. Which you know, I don't. That says a little whatever. But I was like, well, that's interesting. Except that's the kind of thing that'll drive you nuts. Oh yeah. Like, or that's that's the Batman thing when people get mad of like. Christian Bale's not my Batman. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, but he's also not Michael Keaton or Adam West. Like, that's not the same or character. Val or Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Get lest, it right. Lest we forget. George Lazenby was the best Goldeneye. I, I call all James Bond's Goldeneye. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like that's Frank, just what they're called. Like Frank. Well, that is one of the... Steve um, Moonraker, a.k.a. Yeah. James Bond. The Lazenby one is probably one of the best. I know, it, it, that's the, it's sort of the funny part. It's actually good, but... My favorite part of that is he left. He wasn't fired. It wasn't one of those things where we're going to reboot. He was like, eh, I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. I think he was married in that one, too. Like, like Stupid Lazenby. Yeah. I think that was the one he got married. Like They broke all the rules in that. He could have done another half a dozen after that. Man. I like Timothy Dalton, too, you know, and while we're on the Bond top. I'm not saying he's, like, one of the best, but, you know, I, I kind of liked him. He had he's had a good career post-Bond, which is good for him, yeah. where, you know, he'll show up in in Hot Fuzz nice. or Doctor Who, or he's in he's in a new show. Oh, he's in Doom Patrol, the new DC Comics oh, show. interesting. So he's had, he's had a decent career post-Bond and not being... And I think in real life he's crazy. He's, like, this crazy Irishman. Like Fun? Yeah. Like you see, you see him when he's not done up for a role and he's got kind of long hair and a beard and yeah. a heavier accent and there was a rumor a while back so he's like a Richard Harris type kind of yeah nice. there was a rumor that I don't even think it was a rumor I think <laughs> they were thinking of incorporating it as if yes Bond is just a code name they were going to have a movie where Timothy Dalton was going to be a Bond gone bad and then be a good one. Sean Connery oh. was going to be in it and it was I think it was back during yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't Daniel Craig. It was before Craig showed up. But it was going to be that, yeah. where it was like... And they could just call it Bond. Bond. Yeah. And the bartender even looks like Roger Moore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was like. going to be the thing. They were going to have retired Bond, regular Bond, evil Bond. I'm like, Firefighter that's Bond. Connery's brother, Neil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they did that rip-off movie with, <laughs> oh, yeah. with his brother. Oh, yeah. Neil Bond. Man. Neil Bond. These are all... With a beard. Really great ideas. These are all good ideas. Zardoz. You're like, well, it's getting a little off topic. Green lit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... January 4th through the 10th. Speaking of Zardoz. Speaking yeah, of Zardoz. Yeah. That's a good segue, boys. We have a couple of movies that I've seen because uh, we have them for a couple weeks. Here we go. Braggart Josh. Uh-huh. Back at it again. Uh, Widows. Really good crime genre movie. Oh, that made Andrew's top 10. Oh, top 10. So oh, far. Oh. I mean, there's still... Top no, 11. It's not. <laughs> Should I, I go over... Still... Do we have our top... Uh... I didn't do my top 10 yet. I did my... I can do one. When I do a top 10, I always do it... I skew it because I don't want to talk about the other theaters and I say... That's true. I say top 10 movies I saw at the Mayfair this year. I always kind of like yeah and then he private messages us ones from other theaters like you can't prove that that's real or not real and then I'm like I loved Spider-Verse don't tell anybody oh man jeez everybody my best friend just saw that and he was like it's amazing I'm like oh well everyone else said that too but now that you've said it I'm definitely gonna check it out so we have uh, Widows which it's so funny there's a scene in the movie not a spoiler at all but there's a scene in a movie in the movie where the camera's on the hood of the car or on the on the truck pulling the car okay the sleazy politician gets in and at first I admit I I was paying attention too much to the dialogue and not what was going on Okay, but what the shot is is within the no cut 90 second 2 minute shot it goes from the slums to a millionaire's house Okay, and it's showing how close the poor people are living to the rich people yeah like two blocks so it's this really powerful shot amongst what could be a throwaway heist movie you know like an action movie a, a taken kind of movie 
<laughs> with Liam Neeson. No, the real, Liam Neeson no, the real reason is yeah. they forgot to put the camera. <laughs> yes, and it is they kind of time. strange that Liam Neeson's in it because he's done more goofy kind of movies in this same genre. Yeah, it's very interesting to see if it will have Oscar cred because Oscars don't usually like action movies. And although this isn't an action movie per se, yeah, there's guns and a heist and you know car chase, <laughs> yelling and, and but swearing. there's social drama, yeah. social commentary, and yeah, yeah, it, it got. Stellar reviews before you guys watched it. Before it made Andrew's top ten, it had already gotten stellar reviews. But now, the funniest is Steve McQueen shows up before the movie. I want to see if this is on YouTube. And he basically has a couple little flubs and laughs, and then he says, "Like an intro, a little intro." He goes, "I worked really hard on this, and it's been a dream to make the movie. And thanks to the cast and crew, and thank you for coming to the movies, and we appreciate it." And then this logo comes up, going like, "Thanks for coming to the movies, man." I was like, "I want want everything." I want every filmmaker yeah, to do that. Yeah, honestly. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cool. That was very nice, like, a nice British thing oh, to do, is saying, thank you for leaving the house and coming to see a movie. Yeah, we got that for Texas Cotton as well. Like, yes. Uh, that guy did an intro, and the best thing about that was he was like, thank you to the Mayflower Theater. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mayfair so Theater. Was, oh, that was you could hear audible laughs. Like, it was Lee, but yeah. you could hear audible laughs, and I was like... I know we have one for the late, great George Romero. And we oh, have one for Lloyd Kaufman mm. of just them basically saying thanks for coming to the Mayfair. Yeah, uh, but yeah, amazing. it's it's. It, I want them. Everybody should do that. Honestly, yeah, we should just be collecting them. Like yeah. when Greg comes back, <laughs> oh, we, we can sure, maybe yeah. trick him into doing one, or yeah. just ask. Yeah, but, but, tricks are better, I find. Then the other movie I saw was Can You Ever Forgive Me, which I equally enjoyed. Very yeah. really good. True story. True story, and one of those things where it's you know truth stranger than fiction kind of story, but mm. the basic pitch is is a down on her luck writer who does biographies, stumbles onto plagiarizing letters. Gets into the plagiarizing game. Yeah, <laughs> but brings an artistry to it. Okay, she's one of the best plagiarizers I've ever seen. Pretty much, yeah. So it, it's McCarthy and Richard E. Grant, so a really great one-two punch of the two lead actors yeah. in it. And it's it's recent history. The, the thing that I notice is it's, I think it takes place in 1991, and they say her character is 50 years old, and she uses a typewriter. And I'm like, wow. oh yeah, that checks out because the internet was 95. Yeah. So there would have been 50 year olds in 91 who learned to type when they were 20. Yeah. You know, in 1961. Man. But it was so weird to see a typewriter being used. Yeah. Like, and you're like, I got to check this math out in my head. And you're like, 1991. Yeah. Right. A few, yeah, good, yeah. few good men. Was yeah. 93. Anyway, it's like that's immediately where my brain goes. I'm like, okay, what what year is this? What <laughs> movies came out? Then we can figure out what we had technology was. But yeah, they were both nominated for Golden Globes, and I think they both have a shot at. Oscar nominations as well. Sweet. I noticed there was a cat on the poster for that one, so that, 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 that made me... I was like, okay, wait, I didn't know there was a cat. Now I'm in, I'm involved. Then we have our double bill, not double bill, of... Shoot, what's the guy's name? Lucas? Lu- <laughs> Lucas Hedges. George Lucas? George Lucas? George no. Lucas Hedges. George Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges. Rats. You can do a double bill on a couple days. Aren't they both, like, pretty heavy, though? Yeah, so it's two heavy <laughs> Lucas Hedges movies. Ben is back, and Boy That's Erased. all he does. That's all he does. Is it? Like, he's the Manchester by the Sea. He does these mm. movies about how horrible life is. He's the male Michelle Williams. He needs to do, like, a, like a super bad type film or something to throw things off Well, oh, he's bit. still so young. He's, he's, I think he's 20 or 21 or something. But, yeah. but yeah, so Boy Erased is about a kid put into one of those brainwashing things to make you be not gay anymore. yeah. yeah. And then Ben is back is about a, I think heroin addict, a drug and addict. They put anyhow. him in a thing to get the drugs. Drugs addict. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. So one's a good thing, one's it's a just bad the thing. Same thing. They're both kind of, you know, in this season. Like yeah. December is when, which we, you know, now we're in January, but December is when all the Oscar caliber movies come out because they become wise that people have short attention spans. Yeah. So it seems kind of cheating 
Because back in the day, movies just came out when they came out. Pretty much. But now you can see that, oh, December. And then often it'll be limited release in December. And then it'll come out in January. Yeah. Those so are it's some, really fresh. Or sometimes a re-release as well. But yeah. th- th- that's what I found so interesting about like Get Out. Because that came out early. Like, that's a rarity. Yeah, January yeah, to yeah. March. I can't remember. And then it, but it, it did just, so well that yeah. it got kind of a bit of a re-release. And yeah. And that was kind of rare. Because right? most time, like this is the dumping ground of the year right now. Like January, February. For, not so much stuff that we get, I guess. But like just things that don't connect (laughs) yeah and it's been decades I think I might be wrong about this but they said the last movie to win best picture that was released in the first half of the year was Fargo so it's been it's been 20 plus years that a movie released before June or July has won an Oscar because most of it comes out in the fall most of it comes out in December we once upon a time would have had none of these movies yet but we've already screened quite a few like Widows like Forgive Me like First Man, a few other ones maybe that are front runner, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, maybe <laughs> that are Oscar type movies. Right. That we wouldn't have gotten until after the Oscars. Once upon a time. So yeah. now we're afforded them a bit earlier, which uh, is nice. That has to be coming soon. Like, is that this month? Which one? Run nominations. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like it, it has to because the Oscars are next month. I think the Golden Globes get out of the way and then the Oscar nominations happen. Jeez, so they don't taint the field. The Oscars that don't have a host still, from Uh, what I've heard? I don't know. I I can't. I stopped following that. I don't even know what's happening anymore. I think they should just surprise us. Like a door will open and Oprah will walk out. Yay, it's Oprah. (laughs) And Oprah. (laughs) Yeah. God. No one's going to complain about that. Or it's Lucas Hedges. Oh my God. Come on. It's going to be sad. And Timothy Chalamet. Come on. So then our other two movies are for to wrap up our family matinees because it's still vacation for the kids. So we have Smallfoot and Hotel Transylvania 3. The Sunday matinee for Hotel Transylvania is a Bring Your Dog. Nice. Is you must bring a dog to get... I don't even know if there's, there's a dog There must be movie. a wolfman. There's a wolfman. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. He's a dog. And although Hotel Transylvania on the surface is an Adam Sandler movie, which, you know, is Adam Sandler. Right. But from an animation geek point of view, it's directed, and this one for the first time is written by... Jenny Tardiskowski he's done all three of them the first one he came in as a hired gun the second one he came in because you know it's a good paycheck I'm sure but it looks like an animated film which is what I like Mm -hmm. and it really has some good humor in it but this guy he did Clone Wars Clone Wars Powerpuff Girls Samurai Jack some real great stuff so Mm -hmm. even if you're an animation fan it's great to watch just for that and it is kind of a nice kid friendly thing where kids will enjoy it too but it does have some, some good I find that franchise is a, a step above of some of the other franchises that are blatantly merchandise filled in. Right. You know, but is there, do they do right by the universe monsters? Like, is it is there like do they have any, more like, or less? Cheap, they cheap have punch? everybody in it. I think. Yeah. Is there Bride? Do they do Bride Frankenstein? Yeah, that? they yeah. did. They did some Bride of Frankenstein jokes. And they got, <laughs> this is yeah. how I catch up on these movies. Yeah. I don't know. So Josh, Josh, <laughs> yeah. tell me, uh, is the uh, Gill Man in that movie? <laughs> Uh, Gil. Do they need old Gil playing the Gil man? Have they done that? That seems perfect. He'd audition and like. Oh yeah, he wouldn't it. make it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Gil. Oh Gil. He's doing his best. Gotta tell the white man to get the role. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our first full week of 2019. Man, and I've made a list of the 200 best lines from the 200 podcasts. <laughs> Line 200. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about something like that. I was like, what? I mean, I wouldn't go through every podcast. That's too much effort. But I was oh, like, so there must work. be some kind of like gimmick I can do here. I was like, I couldn't think of anything. I know that theoretically I could go back, say, the first 50 podcasts and maybe do a couple things to fix the sound or do some editing. Yeah. But I'm like, that's ah, a lot of work. <laughs> that's true. Just Take out old employees who don't work yeah. anymore. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. <laughs> this is the Josh cast now. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. 
it's good. It shows you the progression that we've gotten better. It's you true. Know? And I did listen to that first one. Back, That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, back in the day, and it's uh, you know, I mean, it's fun. Well, I've listened to all the Kevin Smith podcasts, and episode one of him versus now is a different person. Yeah. Like it's well, he's a, a lot skinnier. He's yeah, a lot skinnier. That's true. Yeah. But more laid back a little healthier. bit. Like, he even jokes that it was a more, like, emo Kev back in the day, a little bit more filmmaker, you know? Yeah. So even in the 200 that we've done, you just get better at it. It's like anything. Oh, yeah. If I had not wasted my time doing 200 podcasts and instead just did my piano lessons. I know. I could play piano yeah. right now. We have a piano here. I mean, you could have been practicing all this time. Oh, I could have. Damn it. And it's almost... I worked, I worked at the math. I think it was like, it's almost four years of podcasts. Uh, like, I guess yeah. 208 will be four years technically. Right. So, I mean, you know, in eight more podcasts, boy, four <laughs> years Man. you've been doing this. Think about that. Can't. Yeah, that's right. That, that <laughs> pause. It's all a blur. That, was, that pause. That pause. Wasted my life. I was trying to, my wife was like, maybe you can think of movies with 200 in the title and do something with that. And then I was like, okay, so like 200, 200 cigarettes. Motels. Oh, there you go. There's 200 cigarettes. Is that what it was? 200. Yeah. So we got two. And then yeah. she was like, there's uh, 200 leagues under the sea. And I was like, uh, that's not very many leagues. You're on yeah, I, was, like, I, like, yeah, I think I can do that. Few. 20 feet under the sea. That's not as dangerous. Yeah. Hey, look, we could just swim to the surface. It's better. Like, honestly, for me, that would be a better movie. That's, that's low stakes. Like, yeah. I, I, that's so deep down there. I don't want to see an octopus. I can't fight him. Oh, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Let's get out of <laughs> Once here. Once I get talking about octopuses. So go visit our friends at House of Targ. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and MayfairTheater.ca. We don't have hardly any things to announce upcoming. So I yeah, think now the holidays yet. are over, Lee's going to start being able to book some more premieres and stuff like that. That's so, true. And so it feels, stay tuned. It feels weird when you have three, but then that last week is kind of OFS and stuff we already have. Yeah. And you're just like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? We'll never C- know. Cartoons in March, I guess. That's the best we can I know that's say. coming. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Look forward to that. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you soon at the Mayfair. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was our best podcast of 2019. (sighs) Best of 2019. Nailed it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is forced into a deadly game on the highest-rated TV show of the future. No one has ever survived. But he has yet to play. Arnold Schwarzenegger is... The Running Man. I'll be back. Rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you.